Welcome to the Podcasters Podcast, the show for podcasters by podcasters. In this show, I'm going to be giving you the tips, tricks, and anything else you need to get your podcast launched and keep it moving past the pod fade and into the stratosphere. Here we go. Hey, everybody, Wayne here from the Podcasters Podcast, and I am speaking with Marina Bariva from Marketing for Creatives, the podcast that is all about helping people in the creative space learn about marketing. It's clearly exactly what it says. Um, so we have been chit-chatting for a while now, but this is the first that you're hearing because of lovely technical issues. It's just how it works in this space, and I wanted to tell you about it so um, because it might come up in conversation. Uh, so, Marina, um, we'll go over this again. How are you doing today? I'm doing good, especially when I'm a host of the of this podcast. I'm recording this right now. How are yes, you doing? It's doing awesome. So, we're using Zoom, and apparently, I'm the host, but I lost my hosting privileges, so she's now in control. So, but I will keep sure that we're we're keeping on track and I'll still run with the questions even <laughs> though she's definitely owning this and, and doing a great job so um, so thank you very much um, for being on the show and then um, you know we'll kind of recap uh, really quick but this is new information for everybody um, so tell everyone about the show and kind of what you um, kind of cover and what are some of the goals that you have with uh, the marketing for creatives uh, platform that you have Okay, so I'm a photographer myself, and as a creative person, I wanted to launch the podcast or the platform where other creative people or solopreneurs or entrepreneurs, small business owners can learn about business and marketing. So the podcast about marketing business tips for those people who work on their own or with a small team, because when you're on your own, you're an entrepreneur, you do everything. You do your service or product, you do marketing, you do social medias, all of these things. And, and that's a bunch of things. And I reach out all of the experts or other creative people who already have done something. And I ask them how to do this. And I try to bring all of these creative people. Uh, I try to bring them practical tips on how they can market their business. Oh, that's awesome. Now, where did you learn some of this marketing experience? Was it just from you trying to launch yourself with your photography career or do you have some background in it or, you know, kind of what, what gave you that expertise to, to bring out to everybody? I just love it. I love those things. I love creativity and I like business and marketing. And I always was struggling between these two things because they're completely different, right? right. So one is photography, another business and marketing. How would you bring them together? Mm -hmm. And especially when I live in China and I have my blog where I try to write something, I have some social media stuff. But in China, all of your common social media like Facebook, Google, Twitter, YouTube, all of them are blocked. Right. <laughs> So I kind of was splitting to two markets. My main work, I do photography in China. I'm based in China, even if I travel a lot. But I write for foreign people. <laughs> and podcasting gave me the chance to combine these two things together. Because Apple or iTunes is available in China. And now I can 
share this content with my international audience, with my audience here. And as one of my services is headshots for professionals or mm -hmm. portraits, business portraits, I can serve them with the quality content. All right. So getting started, you know, you said you had um, started just asking people and you were getting guests, which was great because it can be intimidating for a lot of people, especially when um, you don't have necessarily any clout or, um, you know, weight in the industry. It's like, you know, who am I to do this? You get a little bit of imposter syndrome, you know, are these big names and, you know, people are going to talk to me. So there's a little bit of fear that has to kind of be overcome and you just kind of have to just ask and reach out and Worst case, they say no, but best case, you get a perfect interview <laughs> with no technical problems whatsoever. Um, and it kind of moves through. So, you know, after you kind of overcame that, you just started asking people, um, what kind of resources did you run into to actually start learning some of like the technical process? Like, you know, where'd you learn about your recording stuff? You know, how'd you figure out your, your hardware, all that other stuff? Like, where did you get the, that information from? So I studied from Podcasters Paradise because I was looking for different sources where I can learn how to do podcasts. And whatever I learn, I find the best person who I resonate with and I learn from that person. Okay. So I came to Podcasters Paradise and they have a lot of tutorials, how to do the recording, what stuff to get and all of these things. And because I'm in photography, I also do some video. I know how to edit these things. Right. And so it, it's quite easy for me to record, edit. And several years ago, I had my online photography school. So at that uh, time I was doing my online courses. I sold them and yeah, here it is. So it was a little <laughs> bit easier. The tough problem, like the tough situation I got to that I need to get guests somehow. And when mm -hmm. I started the podcast, I decided that I want to bring people who really know what they're talking about, like very good people. Right. Okay, good. Um, so identifying those people and kind of, um, you know, getting them on the show and working with them, um, you know, is there any kind of like workflow process that you have or anything like that where um, you use it to kind of say, here's how I identify a guest and then, you know, keeping track of, you know, who you've talked to, what you've talked about, all that type of stuff. Like, um, do you have any kind of process that works with that? <laughs> well, let's start from that. I was procrastinating for one year. So okay. the idea <laughs> to start a podcast came a year ago. And then I was thinking, should I start it or no? But during that year, I was thinking about what kind of people I would interview. And while I was preparing to launch, uh, I started to get connected to them on social media. I read some of their books. And I was in some conferences, so I got in touch with several people. And when I started it, like two or three months before I launched the podcast, I reached out to one of the person who I met on the conference and I asked him, can we do the interview with you? And he said, yeah, sure, no problem. So, well, that was my first episode. I was <laughs> so nervous. So I put alarm instead of 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Uh -oh. <laughs> and and I was sleeping and there was something blinking in front of my eyes and I opened my eyes and there's a Facebook message. Are we still on for interview? I sent you a request and you didn't reply me. I'm like, yes, of course. So five minutes and I'm in front of my laptop and he was like, wow, you looking so fresh so early in the morning. And I'm like, yes, of course. And in my mind, I was like, I was sleeping five minutes ago. He thinks that I'm good. good. 
did I brush my hair? I don't remember. <laughs> was that your, that was your interview with Dory Clark, right? No, that was the interview with Gary Kissel. Ah, okay. All right, I recorded several episodes uh, before I launched. So I oh, reached nice. out the person who I could potentially reach and get like more chances to get yes. Okay. All right. So that's, um, so in case you go and look at um, Marina's show, that is episode six. Um, so I was, because I listened to your first episode and um, a couple of your latest episodes to kind of just kind of hear where things have gone. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't have enough time to, to go through everything just yet. So I had not heard that episode yet. So I'll, I'll, I'll look forward to seeing how, uh, how well it was put together since it was <laughs> so spur of the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so I mean, that's uh, we were talking about that here. It's the same kind of craziness we were going through. We just did a whole half a podcast without recording it, plus all the technical difficulties that went with it. So sometimes you set alarms incorrectly and things just <laughs> happen to go haywire. So you just have to kind of roll with those punches and, you know, it's it's don't let those kind of um, setbacks and failures really stop you from doing anything. You just have to kind of deal with it, take it in, take a breath and then just move forward and things will just work out. <laughs> you got to keep moving. Exactly. exactly. All right. So, yeah. So, okay. Um, so now you, um, you know, you had those kind of nervous setbacks of, of kind of getting through. Um, so you've been going through for four months now. How do you feel things have kind of changed and improved? Do you feel things are moving smoother now? Is it easier for you to talk to people about getting guests? Um, you know, are you getting some good notoriety in the industry? Like people kind of now talking about your show? How have you seen things like that happen? So now it's, of course, much easier. And after that first episode, when I recorded that, I put together the page how it will look like if I would post the real episode. And when I start reaching people, I gave them this the link to this episode. And my tactics from the beginning were that I want to get in touch with people who are known in the industry. Mm-hmm. And I was so lucky that Dory Clark gave me that interview. She was talking about personal branding and she's the perfect example of the good positioning herself and what she's talking about. Because this is one of the interview, the first one, which I sent usually to people and, oh, you've got the interview. People told me, you've got the interview with Dory Clark. I know her. Oh, I've heard (laughs) about her. Oh, I know her book. So people know her and the more people I interview, uh, now I can get pretty much to any industry like social media marketing because I interview some people from there, right. uh, like personal branding, Dory Clark, and she knows in the just business and marketing industry. And I have some guests in the creative industry. So we got the Toffer Adam. He is the, uh, the founder and editor of Dark Beauty magazine. It's like very oh, nice. popular. And we've got... Um, John DeMata, he works with thought leaders like okay. Ted Rubin or P.S. Silver or like several others. So basically, when you send the request to the guest, I put some links to the interviews and thinking about who this person can know. Mm, okay. So you kind of say like, hey, I've talked to these people in the mm-hmm. past. So that way um, they can see like, hey, this isn't just some new person that's just starting. There's a little bit of social proof there because you have pre-existing mm-hmm. episodes. Um, so you have that content. Okay. No, that's really awesome. Um, now, what about the rest of the email? Do you have like kind of like an email template, but then like you personalize some of it for them? Or, you know, how do you, how do you kind of go about with that? Um, you know, I guess sort of like starting to build some systems to kind of make it a little bit easier for you. 
I always try to put everything in the system. So I have the email for, I have the first email, whereas a little bit, the first few paragraphs want to sentences about the person thank you for your content thank you maybe for this article or the video i watched or the book something which related to that person some materials which i i read or watched whatever and then i invite them for the show i tell a little bit about the audience i offer them the topic which uh, we can talk about based on their background and their uh, the articles or other uh, media presence and then I just give some links to the interview and ask if they would be willing to give me an interview oh, and awesome. then if for example I'll send you the first email and you mm-hmm. didn't reply me in in a week you're gonna get another email from me <laughs> saying oh you know maybe my first email got in spam so here I am again right. if you will not reply to this email you'll get the third email <laughs> in another week <laughs> so usually when i reach people i send at least three emails okay. but one time on the internet i found that someone asked the guy how many times would you reach the person till you know till you give up and mm-hmm. he said till the person who i write an email will tell me no <laughs> You just got to be persistent, right? Keep hitting mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and especially, you know, that's one of the things to keep in mind is when you're trying to contact people um, that have a little bit of notoriety in the industry because you're trying to get good guests on, um, sometimes they don't see your stuff. Sometimes they're super busy. Sometimes there's layers of people in between. So sometimes you have to wait for the assistants to finally realize, hey, this person is going to continually bug me until I at least say yes or no. Um, so you never know. I, it could just be something as simple as, you know, someone might not have just seen the email. Um, and every once in a while, those reminders are just a good thing. So it's, it's persistence. You know, it's, it's being tenacious and being persistent and going after what you want. So you got to make sure that you, you know, you keep on that for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, awesome. Um, so, you know, with the... <laughs> With the podcast being for creatives and everything, has that changed or modified or helped any um, with your photography business at all? Like, is it kind of like a sales funnel for it or are they really just two separate things? Now I'm bringing this podcast content to my Chinese uh, Chinese media, right? Mm-hmm. And try to... Uh, to help people who are in China, because there are a lot of foreigners, a lot of entrepreneurs too, who want to build their businesses and also try to reach all of my clients, right? And it it showed me, it gave me the opportunities, the extra opportunities to speak. For example, next month, I'm going to speak on the um, World's Women Forum, is the oh, international awesome. event. That's incredible. And then I'm going to be a guest on the, another radio show. So it's kind of giving me the exposure, the extra marketing tool. Besides of that, I help my clients or potential clients to uh, to build their careers. Okay, great. Um, so for the people, and actually since it's only been about four months, so you might not have any of these, um, but if you do, it's even even more awesome. Have you um, heard from either fans or listeners of the show or people um, that use your content and were able to take the things that you've been showing and teaching and actually have like tangible results? Like, you know, I really wasn't understanding the marketing. I listened to XYZ episodes 
I started doing this and now all of a sudden, hey, I'm getting an extra $3,000 a month kind of thing. Like, do you have any examples of that where it's actually really kind of pulled out and, and worked how you expect it to? Not exactly this example. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Oh no, did I lose you again? Yes, oh, there you yes, are. yes, yes, okay, I got you. Okay. <laughs> a little bit of lag. We're, so she's in China and I'm in the United States. So we have a little bit of internet <laughs> discrepancy. <laughs> going on. So, um, so yeah, did, did you hear the question? Do I need to repeat it? No, it's good. So not okay. exactly the example which you gave, but I got some feedbacks and I talked to people and they say like, I was thinking how can I, I'm professional, but how can I either be a partner of the business or start my own business? And now I get a more clear vision on how I can market myself there. So okay. now they started to change their career, really grow. Or there are people who listen to the episode and they apply some strategies and they mm-hmm. get some extra clients. Like I did not ask how much money they've got there. <laughs> right. But yeah, I can see yeah. that it brings value to people. Awesome. No, and that's that's actually kind of more I was getting at it wasn't necessarily a specific number, but um, if you're getting feedback that it's actually, you know, people are doing things, things are positive, it's working out, and which is awesome because that's really showing that what you're doing is really making an impact. And so, you know, coming from that photography space, kind of moving into or adding um, podcasting on the side, um, you know, it's only been happening for four months, even though you had that year kind of gap of getting the momentum and starting moving, you know, in that four months, you've made impacts in people's lives, which is, which is incredible, which is why I love this platform so much. It's, it's easy to, to kind of move the world. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, as things move along, um, you know, where do you kind of see the show going? What, what's kind of your next level for, for where you're at right now? So, you, you know, I think you have like 40 episodes kind of moving um, mm-hmm. and things are happening there. Um, you know, do you see this kind of as a, a long running project? Are you going to go to 2000 episodes like uh, John Lee Dumas from Entrepreneur on Fire? Or are you going <laughs> to try to just continually grow it and just have it as that information that's there for people? What do you, where do you feel that you're going to be trying to move um, with the show? Well, when I started, well, well, I decided that I'm going to launch a podcast. It was September last year, and it took me three months to launch it, to prepare the episode, you know, to edit and everything. I decided that I'm, I'm going to do it no matter what for one year, and then okay. I'll see what, it, what I'm going to do next with that. And so far, getting these results, like feedback from people and some other opportunities, marketing opportunities here, or like interview with you, right? Mm-hmm. And so many people who, people who I know from the podcast, I do really like it. And every morning I have kind of the list of what I want in life. And there are few points for podcasts. So my next <laughs> aim is like have... 10,000 downloads per month. We're getting there little by little. Okay, good. And uh, like I want that those guests who I reach out, that people would come to me instead of me constantly looking for these people. Right. And the best part, like I, I was reading this list and being grateful for that for a couple months. So a few days ago, I got an email and one of the authors of the book, which I like, uh, used the service for reaching podcasters and they sent me an email and they said like, oh, he would like to be on your podcast. I'm like, no way. People started <laughs> reaching out to me. 
Yeah, so there's a few things like I do the milestones, but in general, I would like to grow this because I so much care about these creative people because I was there for many years. I was a photographer. I was doing modeling, acting. I was a web designer. That was a long right. time ago. <laughs> and I know how hard it is for people to grow it as a business. And I want to help as many people as I can. And for now, I see the podcast is the one of the best things which I can do to serve people. Right. No, it's really good. It's, it's, it's on the easier side to do definitely from a technology standpoint, you're recording the audio and there's, there's a little, you know, technical knowledge that you have to have, but compared to video broadcasting and like, you know, getting all the lights and the cameras and everything else set up, um, audio is a little bit easier for sure. Um, and no, and it's, it's really good to, to kind of have that. And actually, like I said, I listened to a few of your episodes just to kind of prepare, but I'm really do enjoy a lot of that content. A lot of it's relevant, especially for me, uh, cause I'm in the same spot. I'm a, a creative person and I'm trying mm-hmm. to get going with my own business. So, um, so it's, you know, it works really well, um, for sure. Um, so what, um, what's one of the major struggles that you have right now that um, you're trying to, I guess, figure out how do I overcome this? Or, you know, if there were anyone that ever wanted to kind of reach out and help you or anything like that, um, you know, what are some of those um, big issues that you're kind of dealing with today that you see like, hey, once I get past this, I think it'll be a big growth um, aspect for me. Mm-hmm. So my next step for now, I want to get to other podcasts and, you know, like I want to market the podcast more and share my knowledge, my experience, which uh, stuff, which I passionate about, like creating personal projects. How can you market yourself with a personal project, right? How can you create a podcast? How can you do the fashion show? How can you do the online conferences, all these things? And bringing value, bringing people to the, uh, to the podcast too. And then, well, I think it's, it's going to be easy once you get to the podcast, but another thing is just find a good assistant or two to help with the production and marketing. Ah, okay. Now, are you using any assistance yet? Or are you still trying to figure that out? I use some people to do a translation for me, transcription of the episode because I do okay. transcription. I do some graphics, and if for transcriptions is more or less on set now, mm-hmm. doing the social media things or social media um, images or cont- uh, create some content because once you have a podcast episode, you got so much quality information for purposing. <laughs> it's just like you, I, I've got content for years to share on my social media. You can do images, you can do small posts from the transcription, you can do the audios, you can do slashers. Just all you need to do is just do. Right. No, actually, and that's a lot of really work. Good. Yeah, it can be for sure. Now, do you, um, so for a lot of that um, social media posting, where do you find the, I guess, the strongest thing for your audience right now? Is it something like Instagram or Pinterest, or is it still kind of like a Facebook and Twitter kind of thing? Um, you know, what kind of social platforms seem to be best for the creatives that are looking for that marketing stuff? Usually when I do stuff, I try to test things, not just listen to people like go do this or go do that. And what I see, uh, I try to post on Facebook and Twitter and I have like shares, likes, 
but there's not so much uh, traffic. My, my community is on Instagram where we have the conversation with people. I post some content, whether it's from podcasting and I have the link to the podcast episode or I share some of my experience and stuff. Then we communicate with the followers in the comments. And surprisingly, Pinterest brings traffic. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Now I've seen that with some things. And do you see that across the board with any kind of creative stuff? Or do you think Pinterest is just this untapped resource that everyone should try out no matter what? Well, I think you need to know where your audience spend their time, right? And as a creative, well, I, I was thinking about visual things. So it's Instagram and Pinterest. And when I was creating Pinterest, Pinterest posts, uh, I kind of put first the photo of the person of the guest who I interview and the title and it didn't really work. So a few weeks ago I just said, and well, I, I was doing web design and I thought like, I don't really like this Pinterest picture. I'm going to create something which more relevant for Pinterest. And I created several graphics for my previous episodes. So then I used Tailwind to upload to schedule my content and tailwind has the feature tailwind tribes okay so when you get there you can get to like five or several groups and then you can share your pinterest image to the group you share other people content Mm -hmm. and you share your pinterest images right so with one of the recent episodes, I just posted a picture there. And next morning, I saw more than 90 reshares. Wow. For one night without me doing anything. So that's I'm like, insane. I have to do this more. Right. No, yeah. that, that's, that's incredible. No, that's, that's a pretty high volume too for, for Pinterest shares. So um, no, that's really good. Uh, so that's Tailwind that you said? Tailwind. Okay. And that is that like a, a SaaS product or is it software that you download? Like what what is Tailwind? It's something like let's say Buffer or Hootsuite, just a scheduling program, scheduling service for Pinterest and okay. uh, Instagram. Ah, for okay. Pinterest it's is the best so far because I usually try different services and I choose the one which which is easier and better for you. And you spend just a little bit of time. And when you get to the pin, uh, to the Tailwind Stripes, you share your content. And then you have a bunch of other people content, which you can reshare right from there. So you need something like on Twitter. You go to the website, you share through Twitter. You just click on the Tailwind uh, page, which mm-hmm. one you want to pin to which board. And it's so easy. It saves you so much time. Huh. All right. I'm going to have to definitely check that out and um, mm-hmm. put a link in there for everybody to, to see uh, how it works and how useful it is for everything. Cause it sounds really great. So that, that's really awesome. Um, all right. So I know we um, we're coming close to time. So I want to, I want to be respectful of that because I now have had you ha- for two full podcast episodes. <laughs> and we've really only recorded one. Um, how can people get a hold of you if they want to reach out and contact you? If anyone has any um, suggestions or help or you know, they want to just kind of, um, you know, just interact with you and kind of like build that uh, relationship from the podcaster and business person back end. How do they find out more about you? 
So the podcast is on the website internetworkplus.com, I-N-T, like international, I-N-T, networkplus.com. So you can listen to the episode there and go to the contact form if you want there. Or you can reach me on any social media as Marina Pereira. I'm going to spell it M-A-R-I-N-A and B-A-R-A-Y-E-V-A, Marina Barava. So I'm on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. If you want to talk to me better, it's Instagram. So we communicate to people every day there. And feel free to ask me any questions. All right, perfect. I'd like to help. (laughs) <laughs> that's good this has been a very good uh, second interview <laughs> even mm-hmm. though it's really our first interview <laughs> um so uh, i really appreciate the the patience and you actually um coming out even though i didn't have a whole lot of background coming in and asking for um you know interview guests so i'm you know i'm in that same boat that you were um just a while ago but i'm definitely involved in a lot of those social circles so um podcasters paradise um in pat flynn's group you know the um jill and josh stanton from screw the nine to five i'm in all of those groups so i'm reaching out to a lot of those people and so it's it's good that people want to actually come out and come on board i'm just really quick actually you did mention that um you were looking about promoting the podcast and being a guest and and trying to go around there um i happened to stumble upon a new facebook group yesterday um Mm -hmm. so um, and it's it's relevant for the audience too, which is one of the reasons why I want to mention this. Um, so it's called Podcast Guest Experts. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a closed group, but um, you basically have to answer a couple of questions and they'll let you in. But it's for um, either podcasters that are looking for guests or people that are looking to be guests on other podcasts. Um, so you can actually introduce yourself and talk to people there and see, you might be able to actually score a couple of shows and other things like that. So um, I'll send you the link directly. So that way you can try to, you know, join and answer the questions. Um, and I'll put the link that's out there for people that are looking to get into podcasting, or if you have a platform where you're trying to spread that knowledge, it looks like it's a good group for that information. So. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Thank you. All right. Awesome. Do you have any, um, any other things that you want to um, say to anyone before we go or? Um, yeah. uh, do we have an extra hour for me to talk? If you want, <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> it's getting pretty late there for you though, right? Uh, okay. Five, 10 minutes. We'll see. Yeah, <laughs> well, there's one thing which I would like to mention and which will help to save time for people. I use a hotspot for managing my guest for tracking my guest outreach. So you can get a free HubSpot account and then you have, you need two tabs there, contacts and deals. So for for the contacts, you can put all your names there, all your guests' names, and you can put the notes there, like uh, where, when you contacted the person or what happened between you, right? What you, you were talking about there. And for each podcast outreach, for each email I send, I create the the deal. For example, if I'm going to reach you in, I'm going to put your name over there. I'm going to put some probably your data, like how many Twitter followers you have, how many Facebook followers you have. What's your website? What do you specialize in? So I have a little bit of your background and information. Then I'm going to create the deal. Uh, let's say Wayne and the episode, how to do podcasting, how to market your business with podcasts, right? Mm -hmm. And then I would uh, 
I would write there every email which I send you. I would point it, okay, so today I sent you the first email. Then I put a mark uh, to follow up, let's say in five business days. In five business days, HubSpot is going to send me an email. Reminder that I need to contact you again. Then I'll send you a second email. If you reply me, I'll put it into the system. And I have all of these marks like, okay, I reach you out today. Tomorrow you reply me. Then another day we're going to have the interview. And then we recorded the interview. Because what happened when you reach out a lot of people, it's so difficult to come up, to, to remember everyone. And sometimes they tell me, okay, can you get in touch with me in two months? I don't remember what I wanted to ask you in two months. Right. But I can put some notes there. I can put a reminder. So HubSpot will send me a reminder. Okay, contact this person in two months. So it's, it's very helpful for, for managing all this outreach system. That's awesome. So I'm looking up, um, I mean, I personally knew about this, but this is more for the audience. Um, so HubSpot is a um, CRM, which is a customer relationship manager. Mm-hmm. Um, so it looks like there's definitely um, some free accounts. Um, they have a marketing hub and a sales hub and some other things. Um, so, you know, I would I would definitely uh, take Marina's advice and, and take a look at HubSpot. And actually, we were kind of briefly talking about this a little bit ago. So I'm keeping track of everybody just in this big Evernote and looking at it, you're right. It is ridiculous to like, oh, have I talked to this person? How long has it been since I followed up with this person? You can very easily lose track. And I'm also horrible at follow-up, which means I'm going to shoot myself in the foot if I don't do something <laughs> like this. Um, so I'm going to actually um, re-listen to this a few times and go through and, and try your little setup and, and see mm-hmm. how that works. Because I think that that will save my my skin <laughs> yeah. uh, with a lot of this. So we can do another episode on this. <laughs> Hey, I'm definitely open for it. So, um, all right. So that's, uh, that's pretty much, uh, all we have for today. So, um, again, Marina, thank you very much for taking the time and, um, we'll make sure that we point everybody over to your show. And again, that's, um, marketing for creatives and, you know, we'll go ahead and, uh, point everybody over there and hopefully everything continues to grow for you and, and works out. Thank you so much, Wayne. It was a pleasure to serve your audience. Awesome. Thank you. Today's episode was brought to you by the letter W. Stands for WCR Studios, the production company that brought you today's episode and every episode of the Podcasters Podcast. Come visit the site at WCRstudios.com. Check out some of the other great podcasts that we're in the middle of producing. And as always, we will catch you next time on the next episode of the Podcasters Podcast. Podcast.